can't imagine the reward. To learn more about adopting a teen, visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. FM, and I'm Mary Margaret Baker, the nurse practitioner. We're so glad to have you today. We have a very interesting, really fun program today. Frances Duberstein Miller is Director of Development for MAPA. Now, I was getting MAPA and another organization mixed up. So it's a great opportunity to really get myself unmixed, but also educate you all in the listening audience. Francis, thank yeah. you for being here. Aloha. So, thank you so much. I'm really excited. Yeah, it's really great. So MAPA, what is MAPA? Yeah, so MAPA stands for Maui Academy of Performing Arts. Okay. And it's a nonprofit organization that was established in 1974. Wow. And it was originally called Maui Youth Theater. And then eventually changed to Maui Academy of Performing Arts. And, and our mission is enriching individuals, building community, and connecting the world through the performing arts. You know, I've always been, number one, love performing arts. Mm-hmm. Performing in arts, you know, like we were talking earlier, dancing, debating, um, class plays, and all of that in yeah, high school. myself as well. Yeah, <laughs> well, and it's like you, you have this opportunity and then to do more, it's really great. Now they don't have any arts in the schools, do they? Uh, very little. Very, very little. And actually, one of MAPA's three core programs is our school partnerships. Oh, and, wow. Okay. Yeah, and so I'll talk a little bit about that. But it's meant to supplement, um, make up for the fact that a lot of the schools have dropped the arts. And we know that that's not a good thing. We, uh, we know for sure that is not a good thing. Yeah. Because we were just sitting before the show and talking to another uh, person who has a TV show here. And she said she was, she knew she was in high school doing debating and hanging out and, you know, dancing. It's just such an enriching program that can be, that really is a, is a sign and symptom of good health and wellness. Yeah. You know what I mean? It really is to participate and um, whether it's music, whether it's dance, whether it's drama. Yeah. It's all, it's all good. It's all it's all very beneficial, and I mean studies show that kids who are involved in are exposed to the arts do better in school. Okay, do, well, they- I mean do better in a lot of different areas. So uh, that's not really up for debate much anymore. It's kind of accepted. So that's why it's so strange that it's it not stamped it out of the schools. Yeah, they just don't. What are some of the schools you work with? So we work with um, well, our school performance tour. So that is where we have a, a, a show that goes around the island and uh, exposes more than 6,500 students in preschool through elementary to live professional theater each year. This year's show is Birds of a Feather. It was written by Kathy Collins, and she's in the show. Oh, I bet it's funny. It is really funny. It's it's adorable, and it's it. Um, 
has audience interaction so the kids really get involved i've seen it and um so that has that goes to the private schools cardin academy montessori but ton of the public um schools the uh yaa elementary kalui elementary um and kihei uh kihei elementary um pomakai they go up to kula elementary they go to hana Wow. They yeah, there's over I believe over 30 different schools that get this. And like I said, this year it looks like over 7,000 kids will wow. see the show. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, and it's uh it's a special treat for them and the feedback that we're getting from the teachers are that you know, they they don't just leave the show and return to their everyday thing. It really has an impact on um on how they sort of feel the rest of the day. It's a show about um, if if the state bird for Hawaii, if it was going to be replaced, and you have these three different characters who are vying to be the new state bird of Hawaii. There's a peacock, a chicken, and a minor bird. You should have had a rooster. <laughs> and and there's a point where the kids get to, um, oh. yeah, and I, at the show I was at, they were going, chicken, chicken. I mean, they've really got into it. And uh, like I said, the feedback we get from the kids, it, it's it's about aloha. And that it, it really sinks, it. it sinks in. Well, you know, there's so many neat performers that came out of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And how you how do you stimulate and uh, encourage their their participation after they get out of high school and go on to college or New yeah. York or L.A., you know, it's really important to give them an example of what, what's possible. Exactly. That's the way I've always... Because I worked in eastern Kentucky, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, well, I think it was a junior in high school, junior in college, and at a program in Harlan County, Kentucky, and I thought to myself, you know what, if I were really, really poor, I would rather live in a city, because you could see what opportunity is. Maybe you wouldn't participate, but you could see what other possibilities. Yeah. In some of these really rural areas, of, say, eastern Kentucky, Appalachia, you, you just have the same poverty. Mm-hmm. And after same, you know, you don't have a lot of arts and stimulation where people would choose to do. The kids just don't know. Yeah. And um, anyway, so I thought to myself, back then, if I was going to be really poor i'd rather be in a city yeah and and i can see what's cooking yeah it's i mean you participate in the arts and it just opens your mind to so many different things it doesn't necessarily have to be oh i want to be this when i grow up or that but it just it gives your brain the opportunity to flex those muscles and uh that you might not otherwise get and if you never get that opportunity then it'd be probably hard to think outside the box and think beyond what you know but you know what your parents do what your grandparents did i mean a lot of people here in maui of course they picked pineapple and they did agricultural jobs and so you know maybe the one of the children in the family could sing and so and plus they're so musical between the um ukulele and other paniolo expertise you know Mm -hmm. besides the roping and all that there was a lot of musical tradition Mm -hmm. so i think that is just such a wonderful thing and it really does affect your health and wellness absolutely you're happy and you're joyful and you're doing something that's fun Mm -hmm. yeah you are healthier yeah that's just the way it is yeah well when we were talking about this show uh, you can Google uh, health benefits of dance or drama, and you get a ton of results. But what's interesting it is there's definitely there's mental health benefits, and then there's physical benefits. And um, 
so I don't know if you want me to 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 launch into that. Like, can I um, give a broad overview of MAPA's programs yes, real quick? Yes, please do. Yeah. So, um, so our school uh, programs, our school partnerships, in addition to the performance tour, we have uh, what's called MAPA in the classroom, and this is when our teaching artists go in and work one on one. Um, with the kids and in groups, small groups to help them re- learn reading, reading comprehension and communi- communication skills through the arts. And so, you know, storytelling and they write their own plays and perform their own plays. And uh, each uh, the curriculum is based off of that classroom's needs. It's tailored to what that teacher needs, what that school needs. So that's really cool. Oh, that sounds like a fun program. Yeah. How many times do they go in? They go in, it it depends on the school, but I think a lot of them, it's like once or twice a week for oh, wow. a four or five month period. Yeah. Wow. That's really a dedication. Yeah. That's really a stimulation to those students. Yeah. So it's, I was talking to someone recently who said that her child's favorite time of the week is the time when, when they, on their schedule where it says MAPA and that's the teaching artist coming in and working with them. And, uh, it's just really cool. We had one of our teaching artists uh, stop by our office last week, and she was telling us about the different plays that the kids had written that they were going to be performing. And, and some are so outlandish, but it's like, wow, that's cool. The kids are just they're thinking this stuff up, and they, have, they know they have the freedom, and they'll be supported in creating a strange story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not laughed at, but like, wow, how did you come up with that? Yeah. And then figuring out how to how to physically act it out. I mean, that again, using your your brain muscles, that's really takes that to do that. Definitely. And um, so, okay, so we have school partnerships. We have Map Alive. That's where we have our big community productions. Um, Like Les Mis was a big hit that kind of put map on the map for a lot of people um but they've done so those one, once a year yeah summer, once or those, twice yeah those are the from mappa yeah so hunchback oh. of notre dame miss saigon jekyll and hyde so, avita oh, realize that yeah and so they're done at the mac because they have the facilities but it's our um staff yeah. and uh, guiding the the volunteer cast and and the volunteer production crew and well, it's, there's so many really talented people in Maui. There are. There are really a lot of talented people. Yeah, and it's um, and they, they're really an ohana, and it's fun to be in the office and you hear you know someone saying, "Oh, there's this show going on," you know, at Pro Arts in Kihei or at Maui on stage, and also in Wailuku. And there's very much a sense of, "Oh, how can I maybe be a part of it?" Not you know, not a competitive, but. but Community support. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then Map Alive, school partnerships, and then our academy program is probably the most well-known, and that's where we have the drama and uh, dance classes for um, kids starting age three up to adults. We have a Kapuna acting class. So ballet, jazz, tap, contemporary, uh, you name it. Pretty much we have it. <laughs> wow, that's fantastic. And what really stuck out to me at, at MAPA when I first joined last June, started working there, is the fact that we give each year over $100,000 in scholarships for and financial aid and other discounts so kids of all um, economic yeah backgrounds can, can participate. In our cl- academy includes those weekly classes, but we also have camps 
during spring break, summer break, um, and then during uh, and those those weekly those short camps are like for younger kids. There's a one called Shining Stars, and one's called Make Believe Camp, and then we also have a summer musical theater camp which is about seven or eight week camp and it always culminates in a production and last summer it was frozen junior summer before it was lion king and we're coming making the final decisions about this summer and uh as part of the camp the kids yeah they're putting a show together but they do um other things like drumming and uh, stage makeup and stage combat and scenery and so they get sort of a full perspective of of the performing arts well i mentioned i was in eastern kentucky and one of the things i, I was a school nurse in the morning at summer school going through uh, visual screening and alphabets and stuff like that and then the afternoon i worked with the peewee for the peewee softball team mm-hmm. but also we did a play Oh. And they had to read the play. They had to make their puppets. It was like a puppet pit, puppet show. And pe- these kids were, I can't marry Murray. They call, you know, in the eastern Kentucky. I just can't Murray. And I said, yes, you can. You know, just you take the thread, you put it through the needle. Anyways, it was just some simple things like that that gave them such a sense of accomplishment. When before their whole attitude was, I can't. Yeah. You know, and it's so... It means so much. Uh, you know, I've been back once to that area, Harlan County, Kentucky, and I actually had an employee in California. I didn't know her then, but she came from that area, and she was working for the Department of Motor Vehicles, and she was a quilter. Mm-hmm. And so she, but she moved to California, and I knew exactly where she lived, what holler she lived in, and but I never met her particularly because probably by the time. Well, I was in high school. She probably was, I mean, college. She may have been in high school or something like that. But, yeah, just those little encouragements mm-hmm. just make someone who feels like they're a failure into being a success. So much. And it's uh, very it's so much important with performing arts. It's a shared accomplishment. It's not just you on, on your own. And there is so much uh, power in that Yes, to feel like you're part of a team. And uh, part of a, an ohana, as we call it in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm a huge sports fan, but sports are, are competitive. And, um, yeah, you're working towards that goal. But with performing arts, you're working towards that goal. And you're not against anyone. You're all together. All for it. Yeah. And that's just really cool. Really I, I love that about it. Uh, now, did you do classes and stuff like that when you were a kid? When I was a kid, I did tap dancing. Okay. Yeah, I did tap dancing. I haven't done it in many, many, many years. But I did that. I did summer theater camp when I was in middle school. Okay. And then in high school, I was in plays and musicals. And then um, when I went to college, it it sort of peter, petered off my, my professional career. But uh, I know what it's like to... Uh, do the performing arts. My parents uh, love going to shows. I mean, I went to the dinner theater with my family when I was a kid. I know the first show I saw, I honestly can't remember if it was Hello, Dolly, or My Fair Lady. I, I can't remember. But uh, I, and then in high school, I was in Hello, Dolly. And that experience of being with family or friends or whoever and going to see a show, that's a that's another shared experience it that really has a lot of benefits. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it gives them 
focus. It's like the read aloud America or whatever. Yeah. You know, kids want to have stories. They want to part. They want to use their imagination. Yes. And that is so critical in success in school is having an imagination. Yes. Um, it's so funny you say that because we, we were working on a project last week and there was a quote from, I think it was like the president of GE or it was, it was someone along that lines that said that the number one trait that we look for is creativity for, for engineers. And so, no, yeah, they want, they want people who can think outside the box. And we just thought that that really stood out. We shared it there in the office. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. So yeah, people need to have the opportunity to be creative. And what you're saying, I guess, what I'm hearing is that MAPA is an opportunity to be creative for kids and adults. Yes, absolutely. And so what, tell me more about your Kapuna and your Adult classes. You have other yeah. adult classes? Yeah. So <clears throat> for adults, we have um, ballet, uh, basic ballet and jazz, uh, intermediate and advanced jazz, uh, tap. There's Broadway dance. Uh, let's see what else. Yeah, those are the... Yeah, and I said I think I said contemporary. There's a choreography class. Uh, so a lot of these you'll have kids in them, but then it's op- it's for adults as well. And the Kapuna acting class is it's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's really uh, they and, and Sally Sefton uh, teaches it, and she does an amazing job. And one day I had to run over to the studios to do something. And there was there were these two adults sitting there who were or they had gotten there early before their class. And they were sitting there and looking at, I think, a script or something and like going mm-hmm. over it together. And, you know, if, if they might not have that opportunity otherwise, because why else would you be doing that? So that was really cool. That resonated with me. And besides, so obviously it creates social closeness. Opportunities. Yeah, yeah, but there's there's so many health well, benefits. Because one of the biggest problems that seniors are dealing with is isolation mm-hmm. and depression. Yeah. And uh, they need socialization. I mean, there's a lot of people who are very active. And then there's people that as their friends die, they sit at home, they get more depressed, they become isolated. Well, they can become isolated, then they become depressed. And so... It's really helping their minds get re reengage mm-hmm. with activity and part and friendships. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, which is really a cool thing. Yeah, and actually, that school performance tour we call it school performance tour, but it also does go to Kanoa Senior Center. They go to libraries, so it's it's although it's focused on the schools, but it it's it's open to the community. Yeah, op- yeah. yeah, it's different community venues for just people who otherwise might not be able to see live theater and a show that appeals to seven, eight year olds can easily appeal to an, to older folks. Absolutely. I mean, cause everybody likes to laugh. Exactly. Especially Kathy Collins. Talk about the perfect, yeah. the perfect person. <laughs> oh, she's fantastic. Yeah. And, uh, talk about being creative. I was, because our office, we have an open office and everyone's in the same room, I would be working on my computer and Kathy would be 
uh, talking with our assistant artistic director, Hoku Pavao Jones, and they're sort of talking about the show. So I got to see it from start to, you know, fruition and the process they go through of talking about some ideas or some themes and then she writes the script and then they go over it and then refine it and then doing auditions and and it was just really cool to know where it started and And now where it it is now because and it's now when do they start touring in november oh okay yeah so uh next no, this week. This week is our last week of the school performance tour shows. So it goes uh, November, December, uh, January, and then into the first week of February. And to celebrate uh, the last two performances of Birds of a Feather, because it's a different show every year, um, this Friday during Wailuku First Friday, we are going to have two public shows at ah. 6.15 and 7.30 p.m. Okay. Now, wait. Let's repeat that, because this is I with w- First Friday in Wailuku, which has always been so fun. Yeah. And um, but it, and your studio where the shows will be shown are at? 2027 Main Street. 2027 Main Street. And it's at 6.15 and 7.30? Yes. Okay. That's a, an hour. It's a 40-minute show, so it's not even – we just have time in the middle because uh, in the past, I, like, I guess a lot of kids who come, they like to get pictures with the, with oh. the cast. And so then there's time in the middle for – for mingling and uh, talking that, to the cast, talking to the cast and just talking to the other people that are there. We want people to feel like they can come in and learn about MAPA. Um, some people are very familiar with like just the Academy. They don't un- know what else we do. So we want to. Well, uh huh. Talking about me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just didn't even know. I kept hearing that MAPA. And then all I knew about it is I thought there was a garden party. Yes, so our annual yeah, our annual fundraising gala is the garden party that was this past year was its thirty first year. So this year people will be love there. it. I mean I've heard people talk about it, people that volunteer there. They just love that event. It's a great tradition, uh, yeah. on the Yokouchi estate in Wailuku. It's beautiful, right up towards uh Iao Valley. Yeah, and and they have uh we have artists painting on site. So uh, even though we don't offer visual art like painting and drawing classes, we still appreciate. So we still appreciate art. And I was speaking recently at an event, and I said, you know, art is art, whatever medium it is. It still has positive benefits, and it still is very important in our society. I totally agree because they have so many programs. Again, uh, at Kaunoa Senior Center, I've taken. Uh, what have I taken there? Potter. Oil, oil painting. Ceramics. And I have not taken any ceramics oh, okay. there, but I did the ceramics in Sacramento, and then mm-hmm. I went into a bronze casting. Mm-hmm. And so I did 25 years of bronze casting as an artist. Wow. I didn't even realize I had, you know, I, w- I did a retrospective before I moved over here. And I went back, and it was 25 years of art. I have been doing, wow. you know, starting out with clay, doing uh-huh. ceramic, and then going into a bronze casting and mixed metals. And my final three pieces were 11-foot reconfigured augers. Um, and it was just, you know, I kind of shocked myself because when you're doing it over time, you don't think too much about it. Yeah. And um, I was like, wow. And, of course, my camera didn't work. My sister's camera didn't work. The gallery owner's camera did. I mean, it was just like, 
no pictures. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, just but it's, it worked. Yeah, and sometimes things like that are meant to be like that. And the joy it brought you in the moment. Oh, absolutely. It, it that's okay. If there aren't pictures of it, yeah, I, I understand why you would want a camera there. <laughs> I just didn't think too far in ahead. But it still had all the intended benefits. benefits. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so it's those are the kinds of things where, you know, people come and start. Was Grandma Moses started painting when like when she was eighty or something like that? Mm-hmm. So something like that. I don't. I may not have the right details, but it's the idea. You can start doing your art at any time. Yes, as long as you derive a lot of pleasure and fun from it. Yeah, it's really whether you're twelve, ten, three, five, doing your finger painting and mm-hmm. all that. I think those are so tactile and. Yeah, wonderful. Hugely kids. contribute to development, cognitive Absolutely. and you know neurodevelopment, all exactly. that exactly science so, stuff. It's really fun. <laughs> We're going to take a little break here, and we'll be back. Um, so let me turn on our. Oh, they're already on. Hey, I love it. Pacific Medical Group at 95 Lono Avenue in Kahului is the proud sponsor of the Nurse Yo, Practitioner on. Show on KAKU 88.5 FM, the voice of Maui, that can be heard on Mondays at 2 p.m. and again at 11 a.m. on Saturdays. Pacific Medical Group has chiropractors who specialize in the management and prevention of work-related injuries. For more information and list of potential services, please call 808-873-0733. Do you have a non-profit event coming up that you would like the public to know about? Is there an important social issue for which you'd like to raise awareness? Akaku can help you get the word out. You can come in and record a one-minute public service announcement for the subject of your choice at no cost to you. Slots are available Mondays and Wednesdays between 1 and 3. Remember, it's free. So call 871-5554 and reserve your spot today. The 50s, the 60s, the 70s. Hi, this is Steve Summers welcoming you aboard the Oldies Time Machine right here on KAKU. Enjoy special features like the Diner Tune, the Motown Memory, the Doo-Wopper, and the Elvis Moment. Come on! Spend an hour inside the Oldies Time Machine, Sunday mornings at 1 and 10 a.m., right here on The Voice of Maui, KAKU. Hi, I'm Jason Schwartz, host of The Neutral Zone. KAKU is a listener-supported station. This means that all of the great programs you hear, like mine, are sponsored by you as well as our underwriters. If you would like to help keep The Voice of Maui talking loud and clear... Go to kakufm.org slash donate today and give. And don't miss the Neutral Zone Mondays at 11 a.m. on 88.5 FM, the voice of Maui. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You can break into dance at any time, Francis. Inside, I'm just really going nuts. Yes. 
Okay, we're back on air. This is the Nurse Practitioner Show on KAKU 88.5 FM, the voice of Maui. And our show approaches health, wellness, and managing your dis-ease. And today with Francis Duberstein, who's the Director of Development for Maui Academy of Performing Arts, MAPA, which I think people have heard of. I just did myself wasn't sure everything that they did, and I've, I've learned a lot in just the last half hour. But Francis, you know, the one thing we were talking about, which I think is so critical, is like with music, mm-hmm. movement, mm-hmm. you know, like, we, you know, here we were listening to my little theme song, and, mm-hmm. and I was thinking kids just love to dance. Mm-hmm. Getting into the beat yeah. and getting into the music of it, it really helps um, people that had strokes, mm-hmm. you know, and, and particular problems, neurologically even, to try to get the beat back in their life with music yeah. and relaxation. I, we had one person on it was talking about uh, meditation in terms of as your, if you're a caregiver and how you have to take care of yourself. And this all fits into the same little ball of information that's so critical because music, you can meditate to music and it really is healing. Mm-hmm. So that's the other factor yeah. in the arts and music and drama. Mm-hmm. You are healing yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that is so so. Oh, it's important. A, yeah, it's an it's a part of self care. It's a very important part of self care. Exactly. You don't have to be a caregiver, but most of us somewhere down the line will be caregivers of someone. Yeah. And um, you know, we need to appreciate that even the pe- person you're taking care of will need music. Yeah. Maybe they love classical. Maybe they love jazz. But you know what? It, it's just so enriching to hear that music. Mm-hmm. Just like we heard the previous ad. I'd never heard of this. This the oldies time machine, you know. Can you imagine? That's a great. I mean, that's a great line of music. Yeah, you can go back to when you're in high school, and of course, you know all the words, and just feeling so good about the. In in it in and doing if you hear these things or you participate in a dance or or you see a show, it it, it changes your brain. Your the brain releases chemicals that then result in feeling in different feelings so it's not just in one ear and out the other it goes in the ear and then it it really does something it shakes it up yeah shakes it up and may it really is a such a good thing because one of the things well not only just dance but dancing you have cardiovascular oh, benefit yeah i mean balance, balance flexibility uh it's i mean it's, it's muscle tone strength yeah I mean, bones it helps your bones you need weight bearing that weight bearing as you get older is so important because of stronger bones yeah i mean there's i, I just can't even there's so many benefits yeah but i don't know why it took me so long to get you on here no that's okay <laughs> and you know it was so interesting when when thinking about this show uh you know a lot of mental health wellness comes from feeling connected and part of a group and we were talking about that earlier but even the act of dancing where you're having to synchronize with other people in certain rhythms um that again it makes the brain release chemicals and it makes you feel warm and fuzzy you're part of this group um and it was also interesting. I was reading a study that showed people in an audience seeing a live show, their heartbeats will start to um, beat in unison. Yeah. And That's very cool. Yeah. And, and that, and then <laughs> other things about um, 
you know, when you, that if you laugh, it can help stimulate your organs and it can boost endorphins in your brain and lower your blood pressure. And then um, it, scientists say that laughing, if, you, if you're doing it like, it can help your immune system. And uh, Boy, we need that. Yeah, this coronavirus on the horizon. Yeah, just go go see funny shows and laugh, and you're, you'll be good. No. You'll be doing much better. Yeah, and uh, and and also they were saying how yeah, it's important to exercise and do something, whatever it is. But if you're not working your brain, you're not getting the full benefits of the, the exercise. Exactly. So that's where um, the performing, you know, being creative comes in. So you're approaching it from all different angles. Now, how do people sign up for the classes? Yeah. So uh, our spring semester started on January 11th, but um, we do still have signups available until the end of this week, until oh, February 7th. Perfect timing. Yeah. And um, usually we say go to the website and sign up there. But if someone's interested, um, I would I would recommend because we're in the very process tip. of updating it right now. But um, if you're interested, maybe go go to the website and see if there's a class that you're interested in. Then call the office, and then we'll what have the number. From, it's eight zero eight two four four eight seven six zero. Again, two four four eight seven six zero. Yeah, two four four eight seven six zero. Okay, this is an opportunity that if you're just kind of thinking about it, you know what? Pick up that phone and call because that's this is an opportunity to stimulate your life. And you can do trial classes. You can just try it. See if you like it. Yeah. Don't be afraid. You know, people are very friendly, I'm sure. Yeah. And lovingly want you to join in because, and you know, people don't aren't perfect. You know, that I know a lot of people get all very, uh, what's the word, self-conscious. But heck, no way. Just get out there and shake your booty. <laughs> yeah. And no, it's, there's no judgment involved and our, our, uh, um, classes are taught by professional teaching artists who are experienced working with people of all ages, and of course, they are passionate about what they're what they're teaching in particular, but also just the act of guiding a group of people through an activity they may not have done before. And we have an amazing dance director, uh, Kathleen Scholes, who oh wait, how about she just. Directing of shows, too? She's, um, when we have a musical show, she uh, will do sort of the dance and the music stuff. Uh, David Johnston, our executive and artistic director, actually directs the shows. Okay. But but Kathleen, as the dance director, is oversees the academy. And uh, she's so passionate. We had one mom call last week, and her little three-and-a-half-year-old was having some anxiety in the class, and Kathleen took the time to call her and chat with her about it. And it's 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 she's an she's been at Mappa for quite a few years, and her philosophy she knows how to deal with kids, yeah, and it's just the joy and yeah. and just the joy that it can bring. And uh, so she she's so hands on and so passionate that it shines through the teaching artists who and are kids working. Kids love to do the classes; they're so sweet, <laughs> sweet and cute about doing the classes, and then they just. They can't. You can't stop them. They just want to do it all the time. Yeah, exactly. Which is great. It, yeah, it it has that long term effect. I've talked to people who have said, "Oh, my my kid did the camp, and now at home they're, you know, 
keep Playing. reciting lines and, <laughs> and singing the song. And uh, We have four, my, my husband has, and I have four grandchildren in Virginia, Northern Virginia. He actually has nine grandchildren, but these are the four youngest. And three of them, well, two of the youngest total grandchildren are, I think, five and seven or five and eight. And those two boys take Taekwondo. Mm-hmm. So here, if you can see, last when we last saw them, they, one was four and the other one was seven. And they were doing their Taekwondo, sticking their leg up and, you know, I'm telling you, they just were into it. It's another four. They don't do it to music, but they're doing some physical, really yeah. directed physical activity. And it's just fantastic. It's It's just a blessing to see that kind of dedication of kids you know that's one way to i think one of the most important things for children is to learn focus oh yes and when you're taking a dance class or you're you're in a play or you're taking music you have to stay focused Mm -hmm. so it really helps that focus and at the same time reduce your anxiety yeah because it helps you kind of get outside your head exactly for a little bit yeah and uh, there were studies that, you know, with for people suffering from addiction and various mental health disorders, um, they use drama therapy. Now, we don't offer drama therapy at MAPA, but I believe the drama in the classes and the dance classes we offer can be therapeutic. I absolutely agree. <laughs> yeah. It's very therapeutic. Yeah. yeah. And it's just... I mean, a lot of the stuff that you hear about the the health benefits. Once you hear it, you're kind of like, well, yeah, that makes sense. But if you don't think about it, you might you might not know. And the exactly. the the repetition that's involved with learning a dance routine. Um, talk about working your brain muscles and, mus- and muscle memory of your body. Mm-hmm. I remember that's so important because if you don't use those muscles in different ways, then how do you ever learn anything physical? Exactly. You know, you have to have that opportunity to teach your muscles new tricks. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And and then uh, we were talking about how studies show for for individuals suffering from Alzheimer's or Parkinson's, um, these the the health benefits are physical. There's physical, but but mental as well. So it's uh, it's just really cool. Everything that it can touch on in terms of changing a person's life. it's Yes, it is. And I'm so glad that we're having the show today because we if you're just tuning in or you've missed a part of it, it'll be a repeat on Saturday at this station, 88.5 FM, and it will be on Saturday from 11 to 12. Okay. So it's an automatic repeat. Uh, we usually have live streaming with it, so you see Francis's lovely face. And, um, you know, it's important to hear and see and think about things that we have on the show because I'm trying to educate the public for things they may not think about, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's a health issue, uh, whether it's you know learning or thinking expandively about uh, dancing, music. You know, it's just so important to enriching your life. And guess what? If you just listen to music, you don't necessarily. You could turn on the radio; it doesn't cost anything. But mm-hmm. cost. Now tell me, you said you have scholarships available yeah so those are for um what we before each semester we have usually in in my time at mapa i've seen it's usually it's it's kids who are applying for scholarships and they'll submit uh an application and 
and in in their application they talk about why you know they why where the need is why they're passionate about mappa and then we sit down there's a committee that sits down and goes through the applications and it's uh you know it's not sweet it's not usually a full scholarship where it covers a hundred percent but it'll you know sometimes it'll cover up to 50 percent of the cost for that semester and and for that kid it gives them a, a great sense of ownership and i i think that when you have to put something in words, I know that when I write thank yous um, for supporters for uh, for MAPA and then for the nonprofits I used to work for, it makes me reflect on on that gratitude. So I think for these kids that are writing the impact that MAPA has had, they might be writing it and then go, oh, wow, I, I never thought about that until I had to write it down. And um there was it relates to mental wellness there was one girl who wrote about um well actually no there was a mom who said uh my daughter enjoys her dance family and when she feels she can't talk to me she lets it out at dance when she doesn't know how or why she feels the way she does she releases at dance on hard teen days i drop my daughter off and pick her up rejuvenated Dance is much more for her than just an activity. So that was apparent. But um, this one girl was saying um, there was <laughs> sometimes dance can get frustrating. It's very challenging. But with my friends and teachers, they are always by my side. They make me feel like I can accomplish anything. Without dance and my dance family, I'd be a completely different person. And uh, she talks about, oh, this is where, okay, this is what I liked. She said, dance has definitely had its highs and lows for me, but through the years, I've been able to stick with it. With those struggles, I've learned how to keep pushing when something is hard or unachievable. I've realized that there's always a light at the end of the, tun end of the tunnel, and I've used that as my motto. MAPA has taught me that when you are most committed to something, it is important to stick to it. So for a teenager, what a, great, what a great lesson. Yeah. Sticking to the, you know, you've made a commitment. It's hard, but you're going to do it. You're going to do it to the best of your ability till the end. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a talk about lessons of life, right? Yeah. And there was uh, when we did the Nutcracker back in December, uh, it was at the Mac and big production over, I think it was 133 or 134 cast members. Wow. Aging from ages like six to 60 something i mean it was a huge production and there was this one young woman who's a she's a teenager and she's been doing dance classes at mappa for a long time and in our shows and she, unfortunately she got injured last fall so she couldn't be in the nutcracker but i saw her at the mac one night and i was chatting with her and she was saying i'm just so proud of my friends I'm so happy for them. And I think that's kind of mature for a teenager to be saying something like that. And to be happy for her friends, even though she's been it, exactly because yeah. of an injury. She yeah. was so happy and excited and it I just thought that was such a for her to develop that Another sense life of lesson. Yeah, huge. And um I just that that really touched me when I talked to her and she said that. Yeah, I mean that's wonderful. That's beautiful. To be that kind of support to your fellow classmates in a particular endeavor that you've been, you've both 
joined into or you all have dedicated time and energy to like dancing which takes a lot of dedicated time and energy yes you know that yeah <laughs> um, even if you don't take lessons just getting out there on the dance floor takes time and energy yeah yeah <laughs> you know that's really true so francis i know we have some time i want to be sure that sure. we go over um What's your background? How did you oh, get into this job? Because you, it's like you're perfect for it. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, I'm. My background is uh, I'm an East Coast girl. I'm from right outside Washington D.C. in Maryland, and then my parents moved here when I was in college. Moved to Maui, and after college, uh, took me a little while to figure out. I have a cultural anthropology degree. Is my is my degree from the University of Michigan? Go blue. <laughs> she's she's a big mix. Um, Michigan fan. I am. I'm a diehard. Yes. And um, after I was living in Chicago and uh, helping out, uh, interning, volunteering with this small nonprofit in Chicago that was helping uh, inner city youth with getting into college, getting scholarships, doing well in school and at their annual fundraiser. That was what I was there to help with. There was a, a father of one of the kids, and he said he was saying how proud he was of his daughter for being part of the program and how the age at which she had started participating, which was sixth grade, was the highest level of education he had ever received. And he had immigrated to this country. His daughter was going to be the first in their family to go to college. And that resonated hugely with me. And I said, oh, I, I want to work for a nonprofit. I don't know what type, but I want to work somewhere where it's making a positive difference. And... Fortunately, after I was able to go to graduate school and get more of a background in um, just higher level education, but in nonprofit work. And after that, I moved to Maui in 2012. And for seven years, uh, almost seven years, I worked at the nonprofit umbrella of Aloha House, Maui Youth and Family Services and Malama Family Recovery Center. (laughs) Very long. And uh, so three health and human service nonprofits. But I was doing what I wanted to do, and I'm still doing it, which is working for an organization that makes a difference um, and is a part of the community. And then um, last year when I heard that the director of development at MAPA was retiring, uh, I thought, oh, my goodness, you know, wow, this could this could be a great opportunity and pursued it. And they offered me the job. And fantastic. And I thought it would be an awesome combination of my education and work experience with my uh, lifelong, really, uh, experience in the performing arts. But it's it truly has been even more than I anticipated. anticipated. Yeah. And I just feel. Well, you've made a lot of connections in the community. Yeah. Which, you know, the networking and the friends and the friend, what what do the people call them? Friend? Friend, friend raisers? Friend raisers. Instead yeah. of fundraisers. Yeah. yeah. Friend raisers. Mm-hmm. You're perfect. You're perfectly suited oh, for that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And it's it, during the Nutcracker, I was helping out um, backstage with them. Um, they do like photos of the you know, like dance photos. And so having a parent there with their kid getting ready, go, what poses are you going to do? And it, it just, it reminded me of my childhood in many ways. And for some people, I, maybe who don't experience that, they don't see how valuable that is. And I just think no matter what you do, if you're a caregiver, whether you're a parent, grandparent, whatever, if you have a young person you're bringing up, if you can be involved in activities like that where you're both do you know even if it's just standing in line to get your picture taken but um it builds those bonds 
and then the parents to see how proud they are of their kids. I mean, I remember getting bouquets of flowers after the shows in high school and but from my friends as well. And so after the shows, going and just watching the the cast or the dancers, whatever, come out from backstage and and how proud people are. Um, it's there's kind of, it's kind of indescribable that feeling. Yes, it's such a sweet feeling. Such yeah, a sweet thing. So the next thing on your agenda, of course, is from what I recall, <clears throat> excuse me, is the Friday night, um, first Friday mm-hmm. in Wailuku, where yeah. two free shows will be of your school performance tour show, Birds of a Feather. Birds of a Feather by Kathy Collins. Who's who, in the show as well. Who's in the show and wrote it. Yeah, she wrote it and then she's in the show. And by that point, over 6,500 kids will have seen the show. It's our last two performances at in the MAPA uh, studio building at 2027 Main Street. So 2027 Main Street. And it's in uh, it's at 6.15 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. And it's a 40, approximately 40-minute 40 show. And it's it's a great show for all ages. And then, you know, you can see the show and then... Go join in with the first Friday activities. I mean, we're right there by the corner of Market and, and Main. So walking distance. So whether you grab a bite to eat at first Friday and then come see the either show or you see the show and then you go grab a bite to eat and participate in the activities, it's just a great way to get to know the community more and, and see a fun show. Exactly. The community, you know, it's always, I've always felt that it was so important to participate in the community one way or the other. You know, you feel part of what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, as a person living, it doesn't matter where you're living or how big the community is, you can still find a little niche of activity that you can support. Yeah. And I think that's so, so important. Yeah. And it's just been cool. I have, we have some people coming to see the show who are said, oh, my granddaughter already saw it and I heard great things, but I'm going to come see it. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> and I love that. Yeah, and it's, it's just, it's fun. And, you know, people in the audience that night are going to have that shared experience. Don't miss it. It's yeah. a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to see what MAPA does in the school system, working with the schools and classrooms, and seeing a wonderful, fun play that Kathy Collins wrote, and Kathy Collins is in it. Yes. So hallelujah. That sounds like a wonderful evening. It is. And for little little money, low cost. Free. Free. How about that? Yeah. That's even better. Okay. Well, we have about seven minutes more. Okay. What else do we need to talk about? Um, we talked about the classes. Yeah. How, again, how do people get in touch with the program? There's an online. Yeah. So www.mauiacademy.org um, has a ton of information and it has information about all of our classes. I believe we're trying to revise some stuff right now. So when someone goes on, they only see the classes that are still open for enrollment. I'm not <laughs> We're in the process of getting that updated, but you can still um, find information about all of our classes. But if you're, you know, just if you're going on the website and you read about a class and you're like, oh, well, I'm not sure if it's one of the ones that are still uh, accepting enrollments, you can call our office at at, eight, at 808-244-8760. That's 244-8760. Um, and 
just see. And you can always do a, a trial class just to try it out once. Um, that is so neat. Yeah. That's, that's a really, because some people may be quite hesitant because they're shy and they're, you know, especially Kapuna who never did it. Or maybe they haven't recently done any drama. And they used to in high school way mm-hmm. years ago. And so this is a nice opportunity to plug in and just check it out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I, we have coming up in April, um, I believe it's uh, Saturday, April 26th, uh, we have what's called Let's Dance 1 and 2. And that's at, uh, I have it written in my calendar that's sitting over there. It's I believe it's 11 a.m. and 4 p.m. And what it is, it's at the Castle Theater at the MAC. And it's our yearly, it's part of our what's called our spring extravaganza. So uh, it's from a bunch of the dance classes, they will actually do a performance. Do performance. Oh. Oh, yeah, okay. and so you get to see what they've been working on all semester. And, uh, of course, the crowd's always filled with parents and family and friends. But, you know, people who have no one who's enrolled at MAPA still go and really love it. Enjoy it. Yeah, and then uh, what's called Moves, um, which is kind of our more adult um uh, students, uh, they put on uh, a dance thing, and I, I wish I had had my calendar sing with me right here. It's all on the MAPA website, of course, um, but that will be at the Castle, Castle Theater as well. And I, I think that's on Saturday. It's the Saturday after April 26th. I think that's May 2nd, maybe. Um, and then they're doing uh, the ballet. <laughs> I had to ask how to pronounce this before I came here. La Bayadere. Bayadere, La Bayadere. They're doing the ballet La Bayadere. I believe that's the day after move, so it'd be Sunday after. In May. In May, yeah. And and so all of that's at the Castle Theater, and that's a great opportunity to to see what they've been working on all semester, and then afterwards you get to see all the performers getting congratulated by their so family sweet. and friends. I mean. And, and little kids, I mean, little kids performing, they don't do long routines because, you know, they're so young, but it is so cute. It is so adorable. And uh, there's a lot of people who love to do classes in the spring because they know it leads up to this performance. But there's a ton of people who do it in the fall as well, knowing very well there's not a culminating performance. But that's okay. Um or that, take it in the fall and in the spring. Yeah, there's a, a lot. Most people do that. They'll take it in the fall and the spring. I would also say check out our website about our school break camps. Um, they'll be during spring break. It's called Shining Stars is one of the camps. And one is called uh, Make Believe Camp. So these are for younger kids. And they're just a week long. And so, again, more details are on the website. But Make Believe Camp and Shining Stars Camp. And then... They have those camps during the summer as well, and in the summer is when we have our summer youth musical theater camp, which is seven or eight now, weeks. Where is it? Do you have it at your off at your studio? At the studios, okay. yes, yeah. The camp, all three of those are held at the studios. And what time frames? I mean, you you don't have to give exact time, but one class maybe in the morning. I one camps in the morning when may. Yeah, I think that. I think that Shining Stars and Make Believe usually go like 9 to noon or 9 to 1, I believe. I think 
I think that, that. yeah, yeah. I don't (laughs) think they're full day. One of them for the little bit older kids might be a few more hours, but the uh, summer musical theater camp, that's more of a all day thing. And at the end of it, they put on a production. They do eight to 10 performances. Uh, Last year, like I said, it was frozen junior, year before was Lion King uh, and we performed at Seabury Hall Performing Arts Center. And that's a beautiful studio or theater. Yes, it is. And and so for these kids, um, well, performing at the Mac for a lot of them is huge. They can't their parents say, I can't believe my kid's performing at the Mac, but there are other great other venues on this island. You know, like even King K. Oh, yes. has a beautiful performance center. Mm-hmm. Their theater arts. And yes. They, they do a lot of really neat programs up there. So I would say just, you know, check our website, and if there's some sort of performing arts you're involved in, they, we have it. And uh, Give them a shot. Yeah. It never hurts. It's very welcoming, non-judgmental, and as we were talking about, there's so many health benefits, mental, physical, and... And emotional. And emotional. Huge. Yeah. That's, that was what I thought was really good. And then, let's say you're not into any of that, then just go see a show, and you get mental and f- emotional and physical benefits from that, too. Yes, and share it with your kids. I mean, maybe they yes. might start being interested if they went. That's another thing for this... Friday night for First Friday, bring your kids yeah. to it. If they haven't participated, they're going to love it. We have a special section set that's like right in front of the stage for the kids. So they very much feel like they're right up there and seeing it. And so, yeah, that shared experience of going to see a performance is huge. It's really great. So, Francis. Yes. Thank you. You've been great. Thank I'm you. I'm so happy you've been here with me today. This is wonderful. And we're going to sign off. Let me see. 88.5 FM. This is the Nurse Practitioner Show. With me today, I had Francis Duberstein Miller, who is the fundraising professional for MAPA, Maui Academy of Performing Arts. And I, yes. I know exactly what it is and how it's different from other programs. So please, if you missed any part of today's show, tune in on Saturday from 11 to 12, and you'll get the full total scoop. But please, please think about going to the two shows on Friday night at 6.15 and 7.30 at 2720? 2027. 2027 Main Street Street as part of the uh, first Friday. I think you'll enjoy it. So thank you, Francis. Thank you, Mary Margaret. Pacific Medical Group at 95 Lono Avenue in Kahului is the proud sponsor of the Nurse Practitioner Show on KAKU 88.5 FM, the voice of Maui. That can be heard on Mondays at 2 p.m. and again at 11 a.m. on Saturdays. Pacific Medical Group has chiropractors who specialize in the management and prevention of work-related injuries. For more information and list of potential services, please call 808-873-0733. Do you 
have something to say but can't find an outlet? Did you know that Akaku offers a service called Open Mic? Here, you can come in and make a statement on any topic you want, and it's free. Play a song you wrote, recite a monologue, do a funny dance, comment on a recent event. The floor is yours. Come speak your mind for free. Appointments are available Mondays and Wednesdays between 1 and 3. Call 871-5554 today to reserve your spot. In exactly 15 seconds, we'll be on the air. KAKU 88.5 FM. Okay, here we go. Kahului Maui. Why, please? The voice of Maui. Refuse Fascism is calling on people to come to D.C. and gather at 11 a.m. at the east side of the U.S. Capitol, bringing signs with their reasons why the whole Trump-Pence regime must go, and to demand witnesses, evidence, a real trial, conviction, and removal. Quote, if Trump is acquitted in a sham trial, a fascist regime will barrel ahead with disastrous consequences for humanity, states Carl Dix of Refuse Fascism. 